Hey, hey, everyone. It's Katie McGregor-Bennett, your host of Connecting Tech and Design. Today, we are talking with Ryan Gustafson of Screen Innovations, a company you may or may not heard about previously, but once you've heard about them, you're going to want to want them. Uh, trust me on this one. It's an amazing company, very innovative, based in Austin, Texas. Ryan is the founder, uh, started in his garage many, many years ago, which is a story I don't want to dive into too deeply today, but I will have him give us kind of the, the finer points of the starting of the company and how he's evolved it over the years. And really, more importantly, what the direction is and how he's helping integrators, designers, architects, and builders create a better environment for entertainment and also for uh, shade and environmental control within the home. We'll talk about both of those things because we're not just talking about screens. No, we're talking about projection screens and shades. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Ryan Gustafson of Screen Innovations. Sir, how are you? Awesome. How are you? Excellent. 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 It's fun to have you on the show. You know, we've, uh, you and I have, have worked together for many, many years and this is the first time you've been on one of our podcasts. So welcome newbie. (laughs) Awesome. So before we get started, as my kind of intro alluded, I'd love if you could just give us a a quick background on screen innovation, sort of where the company got its start and, and what drove you, um, to start a company uh, and and to evolve it as you have into uh, additional categories from its original base. Absolutely, super grassroots. I actually started at Circuit City along with several people that were at Screen Innovations in the beginning, like Blake Backer and all those guys. Uh, we all ran the racetrack at Circuit City, and I think the best part of that was was just truly understanding uh, who the customer was early on. And uh, I was one of the crazy ones who, walking in the door, came out of construction. Uh, literally on the floor a few days and I was pulling every customer off of a 27 or 32 inch tube TV to show them how amazing a Hitachi UltraVision big screen was. Little did I know that those were the early beginnings of me loving the big screen experience. And when I saw people's eyes, when they realized it had a wide viewing cone, that the picture was amazing, they were just truly blown away uh, by the experience they could get. And uh, that translated into my next uh, chapter, which was A&B TV, little hole-in-the-wall mom-and-pop shop here in Austin, Texas. And believe it or not, out of 3,000 square feet, we were doing $14 million a year in our peak years. <laughs> uh, me and four sales guys were unloading trucks three times a day, and we were number one uh, paradigm, number one uh, NHT back then, and uh, number one Toshiba big screens. So we are moving a lot of volume and just having a lot of fun. And at the time, projection... Uh, was 40 to 50 grand or more for a projector. They were CRTs. And as those came down in price to seven grand and five grand and even two grand, man, all the way from back to circuit city days of selling people on the big screen experience, that's what I wanted to focus on. And I sold more projectors than anyone else there. And uh, man, I knew there was an opportunity to tell that story because every end user perceived projection to only be for the rich. And they thought that basically projection would only exist in a dedicated environment. And I really saw a vision for how projection could exist everywhere and how dealers could have some uh, selling experience that was so special uh, that no one had seen before. And man, that's, that's where SI was born. We were Austin film screen out of the gate. And literally it wasn't to start a screen company as much as me going out and telling all these dealers, these thousands of dealers, how unbelievable selling big screen TVs could be. And I just, I got chill bumps just thinking about it. So that's how we were born. Yeah. And that whole uh, delivering the big screen experience, it's amazing how much that has evolved over the years and screen innovations and you and the team have really been uh, a big driver behind bringing the big screen, 
bringing the big screen experience home, but also uh, converting that experience into something that's very real and very um, relatable. And um, the the products that you've brought to market over the year, I and mean, let's just like kind of focus a little bit on 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 one of the, the one of the poster children, Black Diamond. Um, talk a little bit about that as a as a material. Um, and remember, audience here may not know what we're talking about. So back up a little bit on um, yeah. sort of the need the need in a uh, in a dedicated space or any environment when light is a challenge and a consideration. Um, what's what's that scenario look like? And then how are you? How did you solve it back then? And then um, share with us a little bit of that evolution. You bet. I'll tie it back to the end user. Here's my number one issue. I wanted every person that walked in the door to get the big screen experience at A and B TV. Right. The problem was. One out of 20 people ever even thought to have a dedicated environment. So if you didn't have a theater, you weren't getting projection. It was that simple. A white or gray screen could not exist, especially with the projectors back then, being lower brightness, could not exist in any room of the home. So as we got into uh, building Austin film screen out, we only had white and gray. We focused on some design elements out of the gate, which is kind of funny. We actually had the, were the first company to come out with colored velvets and wood veneer finishes because we wanted it to match room decor. And that was just a weird little brain fart, but we wanted uh, it to blend into the environment. So we then developed Black Diamond. Black Diamond literally took uh, three to five years to get absolutely perfected. It was a complete uh, bigger challenge than we ever anticipated. But the goal was to invent the first screen that could go in any room of the home, even with the uh, lower lumen or lower brightness projectors back then and make it look like a flat panel TV. This is right when flat panels were coming on the market. And so we developed it. It took uh, a long, long time to do it. It's seven optical layers that are laminated that both reject and reflect reflect light specifically. And it, it was a total game changer. So as soon as Black Diamond's invented, no one believed it. We pushed out all these videos. We gave everyone some great deals to get it on display. And all of a sudden, all the projector companies got behind it, and that was wonderful. So now we got Sony, Epson, JVC, Digital Projection, Projection Design, and all these great companies behind us, Optima and everyone. But then the next issue is that we had a velvet-wrapped three-and-a-half-inch frame on the wall, and it looked old school. So what you would put in a theater, just because Black Diamond could work in any room of the home, didn't mean the designers, architects, or even the family agreed that it would go in the living room. So this is right when uh, flat panels were just coming on the market and they still had a really large bezel. Well, we came up with the first product to make the uh, projection screen look beautiful, which was called the Black Diamond Zero Edge. Zero Edge literally had a quarter inch frame. We put LED lights behind it and it looked like it was levitating on your wall. I mean, this was the beginning of the death of the entertainment center. And if you go in any home now, there's no entertainment centers. They're literally gone. And our goal was to make the screen so beautiful and so simple and so clean that it would allow Black Diamond to exist in any environment. So it wasn't just the Black Diamond technology that allowed projection to exist with the lights on in any room of the home. It was the crossover of the design incorporated with the Black Diamond technology that really lit the fire to change the the entire industry on how projection was used in the home. Yeah, yeah, and that was a that was a that was a big turning point. You guys were were the tip of the spear on that, and uh, and at perfect timing. And especially as large flat panel displays were coming on coming onto the scene, they were hellaciously expensive, and they were wrought with their own challenges. But at first blush, 
it sure seemed a lot easier just to go and hang and you know kind of kind of hang and bang that 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 TV under the wall. But the experience did not did not match what the consumer expectation was, or to from the dealer perspective, from the AV integration side of what they knew they could deliver into that room to give a much better entertainment experience. So you know, kudos to you guys for being really the leaders the leaders of that charge and continuing on today. Um, you've you by the way progressed. Yeah. It was our dealers. They told us what they wanted and we listened. <laughs> it was yeah. that simple. And the consumer, you know, yeah. we just listened. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, right at a time as well when um, open concept design was really um, hitting its stride and you know, more and more families were spending time together, but not necessarily together in a closed room um, somewhere else in the house, being part of the living room, being part of the, um, the family center unit of the home was, was becoming a much bigger deal. And so you guys really have catered to that. Now, fast forward to 2020, um, you have worked on your materials. There's an entire material lineup, a very, very impressive material lineup for somebody who knew the company early in its, early in its development and um, coming back and seeing the factory. Let me just do a quick sidebar on that. OMG, the factory. What you guys have put together in Austin is unbelievable and having been to some of the other premier manufacturing facilities for projection screens um seeing the vast difference for what you guys um, are doing the level of quality the, the quality control all the way through is truly truly impressive um, so major kudos to you guys on that you can you can really sense that the investment that was put into the company to evolve it and to bring the products that are now on the market um, you, you can see it you can sense it you can smell it um, and you can see it on the faces of the employees. And I think that's, you know, everybody in that factory is just stoked to be there. And um, you can tell that they feel, um, they feel part of a team, but part of something bigger than that. Um, and it was palpable. So, you know, I think yeah, that was, that was a very, very cool experience. I hope others have an opportunity to do that once travel opens back up again in this pandemic is behind us. Um, so, it, okay, that was my little sidebar. Now back to um, fast forward to 2020 and the new products that you guys have on the market. We're going to stay with, sh with screens for a moment, but I am going to have you shift over to shade, but we're not done with screens just yet. So um, talk a little bit about some of the form factors that you've got and how you're really working with, um, with a design forward approach to um, both environments and products. Yeah, totally. So when you look at uh, what Black Diamond and Zero Edge did, it completely opened up the market. And that was really exciting because anyone with any room could actually utilize projection and get the big screen experience and have it look really good or literally kind of disappear into their room. The problem with the Zero Edge or any flat panel is it's there all the time. So as we started to develop our shade technology that you mentioned a minute ago, along with our screen technology in parallel, we saw some uh, paradigm shift between the two companies that could completely change what you could do with a projection screen and a shade. And a lot of that centered around the technology we were developing that was completely wireless and lithium rechargeable based. So imagine a zero edge that literally you could hit a button and it would disappear and completely go away. And that truly has always been the vision uh, that I had is I want it there when I want it and I don't want it there when I don't want it. And that's where Solo was born. So Solo uh, is the first two and a half inch by two and a half inch wireless motorized shade that you can literally charge up one time in five years. No wires, no plugs, totally wireless, works with Alexa and every control system on the planet. Just put it where you want it and make it disappear. 
We even custom powder coat this tiny cassette or a tiny little box to make it match your room or disappear. Or you can make it your favorite sports color. So here's what's funny. We didn't design solo uh, or we didn't design lithium and, and into a motor and all these different things uh, to make solo wireless. We had to do all those things to make solo tiny. So the entire vision of solo was size and aesthetics first. From that, we developed the world's first wireless motor. We developed the world's first wireless magnetic charger in a projection screen. We did get that from Apple, by the way. It was a great idea, but we developed it into the screen and patented it. Um, and all these different elements went into it. Even the slate, uh, the new ambient light slate optic uh, and microperf slate optic where you can put your speakers behind it were all developed to work with this tiny, beautiful cassette that would transform your living room into something it could be whatever you wanted it to be. And then when you wanted a big screen experience there, it's there. And so all that technology centered around one thing, beauty. And I, I think solo is the epitome of that because you can stick it anywhere. And as a matter of fact, you can pop it off your wall, carry it into the backyard, snap it to a separate set of brackets in the backyard and use it outside. So it's extremely versatile. Um, other products were developed uh, after that, you know, like Zero G that levitate on Dyneema but all in the exact same goal of having something absolutely beautiful and elegant when you want to use it and completely disappear when you don't want to use it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's huge. And I want to kind of pause here a little bit and, and, and talk to the audience um, d designers, especially um, when Ryan is talking about the, the lithium um, and the wireless aspect of this, we'll have him explain how they accomplish that for, in just a minute but I want to make sure that you understand what he's talking about here. What that means is you literally need no wires to operate this projection screen, which means from the design side, you can literally put this just about anywhere, um, indoors, or remember he talked about taking it outdoors. Um, it's a very lightweight cassette. It's easy to lift off the wall once it's mounted. It's easy to take outdoors. It's easy to bring back indoors. So you don't need to involve an installer. You don't need to think about heavy lifting or you know all of, all of those ancillary concerns that you may have if you want to take your entertainment experience outdoors. And right now, I think that's kind of fine for a lot of people. Oddly enough, the drive-in theater has come back yep. into come back into view. And um, we're, lots of people are trying to figure out how to make that happen again. Personally, I've always loved watching entertainment, watching movies outdoors. And so, you know, having a product that was designed to do that is pretty, pretty cool. Um, also, designers, think about how what that opens up to you. For instance, if you've got a large... Um, a bank of windows where you've got a, uh, windows and mullions, this cassette will mount right up to the mullion. You don't even really see it. And yet at the push of a button, down comes a screen. There's a, a screen that, that the consumer can watch whatever content they want, Mu movies, music, do their Zoom chat calls, do their work from home, whatever they need, push of a button, it disappears. That beautiful view that you've designed around has never once been impacted except when the, when the screen is down, at which point you don't want to view anyways you want once on the screen. So it's a really, it's an exceptional solution that if, um, if you've got designs that are calling for um, the, the introduction of a large display of any sort, this is going to be the solution you're going to want to take a look at. Um, Ryan, talk a little bit about the lithium side of it. Just, a, just take us down maybe two layers more so that, again, on the design side, they understand how does that, how does that recharging work? Does the integrator have to be involved or take it away? Yeah, currently uh, any type of wireless device that's out there, uses anywhere from eight to 10 or nine D cell batteries. So you can imagine every single window for a shade having nine D cell batteries in it. 
First off, there's 15 billion batteries a year that go into the landfill. We couldn't stand that. Lithium is 100% recyclable. And that just drove me insane because you add that up in all the windows or even in a projection screen, there's two issues. Number one, it's dirty and you got to throw the batteries away and change them out. Number two, it's huge. So uh, for instance, uh, other companies that do uh, 9D cell batteries, they have to put it above the motor. So therefore it doubles the height of the, of the box. So with Solo, we had to have it two and a half by two and a half. That was literally what was on the PRD, the product requirements document out of the gate. So we had to find a way to ram lithium inside the motor itself. Uh, and then the second thing we had to do is we never wanted anyone having to use the ladder to recharge it. So if you mount your screen on the wall in front of your windows, which is the best part of Solo, I can actually face my furniture toward the view using Solo and mount this thing in front of the windows. It's completely opaque. I can have my TV where I want it, not over the fireplace mantle and have to rearrange my furniture the wrong direction in the room. But when I go to recharge it or anything like that, I can actually use a neodymium magnet and any little painter's pole if it's up high, click the magnet and I'm done. And in four hours I'm recharged and I get another two and a half years of life. And I can recharge those batteries 500 times. So essentially it lasts forever. And it's totally wireless and can go anywhere. So lithium was the only way. I mean, the biggest paradigm shift, there's two big paradigm shifts that are happening right now. Number one is lithium. And number two is Zigbee Wireless, which we'll dig into in a minute. But lithium is going to change the world and newer technologies of lithium to allow us to have power in a way we've never had before. I mean, Tesla would never be building electric cars without lithium. And in fact, we're using Tesla batteries within our motor. Uh, the exact same batteries they're using. And luckily, they're using them in bulk, and that drove the cost down. So it enabled us to do what we've been able to do. So simplicity and beauty uh, are the key goals there in what lithium uh, offers us. Yeah, well, and obviously much green, a much greener approach as well. And, and you know, again, just another sidebar on that, <laughs> on the elimination of, of the D batteries. I, I can't tell you. I mean, it just it kills me. We, we keep a can for dead batteries, and we go through... Well, now that we don't have trade shows, we're not doing a lot of on-site video production. The, the battery usage has gone way down, but it used to just be disgusting. We have six times a year, and we just take these bags. And like, oh, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to dump these. But you can. Yeah, huh. um, yeah, and it's just you know, it, think about the sheer volumes um, that, that that's happening to. So you know, every little bit matters, and, and I commend you guys on on taking that approach and, and really making it a commitment of the company. You know, as you were saying, it had to be two by two. There was no other way, um, you know. So again, just a um, compliment to the design and a commitment to a design-forward approach, um, but also you know doing the right thing for the environment as well. And I know that's important to you um, uh, personally as well as professionally. So let's you mentioned you mentioned Zigbee. Um, let's uh, let me let's do two things here. Let's let's shift over into um, the relationship with Zigbee and what that means. And then as you do that, let's go ahead and take the conversation of the shade side of the world. Uh, and talk a little bit about what you guys are doing there. As we do that, quick pause. If you guys are listening in right now, if you happen to be at your computers or with your phone and you want to take a peek, www.screeninnovations.com is where you want to go. There's a section of the site for screens or shades. You see it all navigation right there from the homepage. If you want to walk, if you want to read along as we're talking, um, that's where to go. We'll touch base again at the end of the show with all the contact info. But again, it's screeninnovations.com. Take a peek there for the products Ryan's already talked about. And then as he's going through the next round, you can follow along there as well. So Ryan, if you would kick us off, um, we'll, 
Zigbee, why, what's the deal with that? Why is that important? Why, do, why should we care? Um, and then take us into product evolution from there. Yeah, tons of crossover between shade and screen. We, uh, our COO came from the shade world. Uh, in fact, the COO who really came up with the zero edge concept and even the solo concept for projection screens brought a lot of ideas and creativity from the shade world and his uh, 25 plus years of experience there into the screen world. So there's a lot of cross-pollination between the two. And there, the, the wireless is the biggest paradigm shift without question. But second to that is to allow wireless mesh network uh, to actually exist in the home where when you have multiple units, with a screen, you typically only have one. But when you have a shade, you may have 20 and you may have 50. And the biggest problem with the wireless technology historically is that it only worked point to point. So you had basically one point that had to talk to all the different shades. And it became very cumbersome. Well, the way the worldwide internet works is the worldwide internet creates a spider web. And one, one uh, leap goes to another that leaps to another, and therefore it creates a mesh and communicates through a mesh, which is if you draw a bunch of points in a spider web, it's way more efficient, uh, jumping from one short jump rather than a long jump every single time. And if you could imagine your home uh, having 50 shades in it, for instance, and if all 50 shades all communicated with each other, they would actually create a very strong mesh network because they're all intelligent. And the information would always pick the path of least resistance to get back to home. And that's exactly what Zigbee 3.0 has done. As a matter of fact, Zigbee 3.0 is the new wireless uh, protocol has been even adopted at CES uh, by Apple, Google, and even Amazon. And by the way, those three companies agreed and put a press release out together that that would be Zigbee 3.0 would be their wireless protocol ongoing. And literally, did we know because we had been developing it for three years previously, we literally slid all our chips on the table and boom, they agreed to it. Here's the best part about it. In the past, everything was proprietary. Every, you were always painted into a corner. You had to create custom APIs. Nothing communicated with each other without special software or code or, you know, a uh, way of ports uh, to get through. With Zigbee 3.0, the platform is a standard. I can communicate natively with light bulbs. I can communicate natively with Alexa. And everything will mesh out in the home, creating an even more robust network natively. No more all, all kind of workarounds to make this stuff work. So... We knew that that needed to happen in the future because wireless, if we can make wireless work as well as wired, think about the efficiency and the scale that we can produce. Um, it's always an afterthought to put shades in a home. They never wire for it. And now you've got someone coming in with a big drill bit, drilling holes everywhere, trying to pull wire, or if they can't get wire there, it's a complete disaster. So our, our key focus was to allow all kinds of really cool, beautiful products to exist anywhere. And wireless was a key part of that. And Zigbee played right into our hands along with the lithium. You put the two together, you got peanut butter and chocolate with what's capable, what we're capable of. Yeah. And I think that, that the, the 
when at the beginning of that, when you were talking about <laughs> the way that it used to be done, um, it, you guys have solved a number of a number of problems. Not only are you creating you're creating a mesh network environment, but you also are eliminating additional runs. You're eliminating heat. You're eliminating the number of boxes that need to be accommodated at the rack or somewhere within the home to accommodate the control of individual um, individual shades. Um, so you really are from a design a designer, an architect's perspective, um, and I'll, I'll loop this back to you, but you really are creating an opportunity for their designs to really shine and to not have, and to have technology not take a front position to that. Um, you mentioned, you know, the, having to retrofit and come in and, and having to drill big holes. And I mean, there's just, there are so many downsides to the old way of doing it and, and the upside potential for the way that Spring Innovations is doing it. Um, is is truly significant, and especially for architects and designers who are listening in on this, um, really want to get to understand and, and what what Screen Innovations is doing here because it will change your perspective. I think I hope um, on on how technology is introduced into an environment and how it's applied in such a way that it is seamless and out of sight. Um, seamless in terms of seamless with your design, but out of sight from the customer. What they see is the experience. What they do not see is the technology, the wires, the cabling, the infrastructure, all of that. And so it's a very cohesive way of bringing technology into your space um, by using what Screen Innovations is, is putting out there. Yeah, and even from a service standpoint, you know, imagine having 20 windows that you had to put 90 cell batteries in. That was the way it was months ago, right before we brought lithium to market. So imagine telling a homeowner or, you know, even a dealer having to come back out and change out all those batteries. Now, you can literally grab a magnetic charger and any painter pole that's up high, click it and recharge it in four hours and you're good to go for another two and a half years. And we're just getting started. You yeah. know, this is just the beginning of all of this. Yeah. So you'll have wireless uh, charging in the future uh, where you could actually blanket the house and actually recharge batteries without wires at all. And there's all kinds of new technology coming on the market where you may never have to service these. So the goal is simplicity and beauty uh, throughout the home and allowing people to do stuff they've never done before in a simple way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's let's dive into the details a little bit on the shade on the shade side. Um, talk a little bit about the specific products so we know uh, listeners know where to go and what to search for on the on the web. Um, we're talking about uh, nano we're for indoor. Talk a little bit about that, and then take us outdoors because you guys have a really cool outdoor shade um, uh, selection as well, and the benefits there are pretty significant. And now's you know, just the season to be talking about all of that stuff. So. Yeah, uh, really exciting uh, to be in the shade space. We feel like the shade market is one of the biggest opportunities uh, over the next 10 years, uh, growth opportunities without question. Um, as consumers discover that they can control stuff without massive uh, uh, technical uh, ability and that things are going to start playing together for the first time in history, uh, I think they get excited about having automation uh, and see stuff move up and down. People love when stuff moves up and down. And I think that people also understand that it's it's kind of baked and that it's going to work. Um, in the past, I think people had fear over things that were mechanical because they just didn't work that well. So I, I think the growth curve that we're on right now on the shade side of the business is going to continue. And as we bring innovation, both in the wireless and wired sides of the business, um, it's going to continue to grow like crazy. 
um, almost every friend or uh, family member or anyone that I've met that I explain our wireless shades to, they immediately want them. And they want them for two reasons. Number one, because they're small and tiny. And number two, because they're just easy to put in. In fact, our, our mounting systems, you can hang our shades faster than you can unpack them. We're actually having to redo our packing to get it down to the level of how fast you can hang them. This has never been the case. It's always been really technical on how you mount them, where you put them, and all that stuff. So we're not just innovating in the battery and lithium. We're innovating in how simple they are to install um, and how beautiful they are. We do custom powder coat color in-house. We're even matching people's paint colors uh, to make them completely disappear. Our goal with the shade is make a statement or make it disappear. I don't think there's anything in between. Um, and, and nine times out of 10, our goal is to make it disappear and make it look beautiful in the home. Uh, we actually pick our lines and our shapes of our cassettes and our designs that follow the home trend. Uh, we went from rounded corners to hard edges and things of that nature to flat roof and glass and metal construction, completely different look. And we're following that trend. And we, we believe in that. We'll develop all the technology behind it to match it. So um, on the indoor stuff, small, beautiful, easy to put in wireless or even in wired we've got some new technology i'm going to bring up here in a minute that completely reinvents what you can do with wired as well um, on the outdoor front this is the fastest growing trend rather than a 20 30 percent growth curve per year we're literally seeing a 20 to 30 percent growth curve per month on the outdoor stuff i'm truly blown away at how many people are excited about extending or expanding their home living space um, this is the least expensive way to add usable square footage to your house of anything I've ever seen in my life. And there's an amazing video on the Zen portion of our website of my backyard, which is very simple. Um, I added two Zen outdoor shades with zipper track systems. They're 10% open. I can actually see out. So it's like they're not there when I'm inside. And the beautiful thing is I have no bugs. And I have, uh, so no mosquitoes, which I hate mosquitoes, by the way. And I hold the heat in during the winter so I can have one fireplace and bring it up to 85 degrees on a 37 degree day. Or in the summer, I can open my folding doors, which is very popular these days, or large sliding glass. And it even holds the AC in. So environmentally comfortable, I added like literally 16 by 10 foot of uh, uh, square, so 1,600 square feet of space. Uh, 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 for less than like, I think around $7,000 retail uh, for that space. And I have no bugs. My wife yelled at me every single day that I left the door open because I, my first word was outside, by the way. And every single day I left the door open, she yelled at me because a fly would fly right over to her and get right in the food she was making or whatever. So now I can open my house up, have the shades down, keep the AC and heat in and keep all the bugs out. And I'll tell you what, we use the outside space and even use more of the inside space because those are down uh, than we ever did before. So I think outdoors, a trend is truly amazing. Also, they're motorized. I can hit a button. I can talk to Alexa. I can do whatever I want, use any control system, uh, control so, uh, for Savant, Crestron, you name it, and roll those things up and down automated. So it's super easy to use. The kids can use them. Uh, we have wireless uh, wall switches that go in wall or even stick to stucco. Uh, so the kids can go in and out easily, but expanding your outdoor living, truly awesome. <clears throat>
Yeah. And I think, you know, as you said, big, big trend um, right now. And <laughs> for a few reasons, one, I think there's obviously this, the seasonal aspect of it, but you know, we've all been cooped up for months now at this point. So the sooner we can get out and the more time that we can spend outside, um, you know, that's, there's definitely a drive for that, but there also are also significant um, potential health benefits from spending a little bit more time in the outdoors and just uh, get, getting some fresh air bugs. You know, it's, it's funny. I've, I've had a number of conversations over the last few weeks um, and this is actually, this, this is becoming a big, big concern, um, and providing this as a, as an opportunity, um, and it, kind of shifting gears, I want to talk to my audience a little bit for everybody listening and for integrators, architects, designers, builders, specifiers, when Ryan is talking about adding the square, usable square footage, think about the impact to your customers, think about the impact to your designs and, and ways that you can modify your approach to take advantage and make, and, and give your client the the best use of the total square footage or, or uh, square footage of the home or the property. Um, and, and at a relatively inexpensive way of doing that. And especially right now where people are trying to, <laughs> trying to find ways to make the home a little bit more livable and perhaps not with the typical yeah. budget that one might have or would like to have um, start looking at, at this type of, a, of an option uh, and, and see, see how that might um, evolve your offering prior to recording, Ryan, you were talking a little bit and you made the comment about the need versus want. Um, and I think that now's a good time to reintroduce that um, and, and share that w with, with the audience because we really are, you know, this is a, this is a trend, but it also is a virtual category, both indoor and outdoor shade. Um, talk a little bit about how the, the need versus want approach to the sale of that. Yeah. So uh, the thing I love about projection screens is everybody wants one. <laughs> It's really cool, um, but you know, with especially in our current economic environment, you know, the decision to pull that trigger is thought about a lot more than it was just a few months ago. And the thing about shade that I love, especially for our, our channel, is that shade is a need. Um, it's not just a want. It, you, you know, you could do a manual shade, which we do a lot of manual shades, by the way, uh, to save some cost. Um, but it's something that really brings a utility to your home, uh, protects your home, uh, saves you electricity uh, in the summer, saves you electricity in the winter, um, and then adds outdoor living space at a higher value than anything else you could do to add square footage to your home. So I think there's so much around the utility of what shade brings to the home that it's a true need. And it's something that's easier for a consumer to digest on investing in because they're truly investing in the value of their home, uh, not just a playroom uh, for a home theater, for instance. Uh, although I think you should do both for sure. Of course, but of course. Uh, the, the shade thing, um, it's something that's gonna continue to grow at an unprecedented clip uh, through the next 10 years, especially due to the fact that I'd say 80% of the uh, uh, community doesn't know about it yet. As I talk to all my friends and family and they discover it, they want it. And they feel like they're doing a good deed to themselves by investing in their home, kind of like an addition to the house or uh, whatever the case may be. And I'll tell you this, when I have friends, family, and even my neighbors who put in outdoor shades or even shades within their home, they are so tickled uh, after it's done. I'll tell you what, it's so gratifying to watch their face and hear how happy they are even two years later. I did my neighbor down the street, he's, he gets pounded by the west sun um, he actually lives on the lake, and it, he just gets hammered because he's Drex's uh, line of west. And he just told me the other day, walking down the street, how tickled he is, and his floors aren't fading anymore, and all this stuff. And it 
that's not even stuff that I normally even would think about. But the happiness that it brings for a long period of time just adds even more value into what the shade product is. And I think if we can bring fun innovation uh, and beauty to it along with that utility, we're going to hit a home run for a long period of time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think if there's one thing that we've all on the, on the professional side, if there's one thing that we've learned um, through this pandemic and, and facing what's ahead, uh, diversifying your offering is a very, very, very good thing. Um, and making sure that as a, as a business owner, you're set up for, for the future and the change, changes, potential changes of which we may not ever know what the next one will be um, is, is a good thing. And so, you know, as you're looking at, as a business owner on the integration side, you know, as you're looking at, at where your future business is going to be coming from and comparing where your prior business came from, if shade or screens have not been part of your offering, do take a take a listen back to this conversation and then reconsider how um, diversifying or or changing your offering might um, might create an additional revenue stream now and might help you through challenging times in the future. Um, just in really very very interesting and appealing um, options here, but also um, ways of, of diversifying your business and keeping you um, a strong player in in the marketplace. Designers and architects, um, builders and specifiers for you guys. These are all products that are um, obviously they're following the trends, but they're all they're also very much front of mind for consumers. Um, new products are being asked for, and screen innovations are bringing them to market. Um, if you haven't heard of the company, it's likely just because they've been hard at work and working very closely with the AV integration community. But that has changed, and now um, over the last few years, the company is absolutely reaching out and making themselves available to the design built community. Part of the reason we're having this conversation today is to is to help spread the word. So, um, with that in mind, kind of want to run uh, start to start to get into the wind down a little bit. But Ryan, you guys have um, demo kits and other ways for people to start to get involved with the company um, and to go out and start selling those to uh, or providing the option to their customers. Talk a little bit about your demo kits and other things you're doing on the training and education side um, and where people go for that uh, information. Yeah. yeah. So once again, we want to completely reinvent what was being done because the industry has been uh, suffering for quite some time um, with very high numbers of uh, either mismeasure or not specifying the proper optic or utility uh, for the optic that's going into the window. So part of our patent is actually called Flow, which is a software program that allows designers, uh, architects, or dealers to actually log in and properly qualify a job and specify the right material into the right windows and the right aesthetics in the whole nine yards. So part of Flow is actually a demo kit that illustrates the beauty and the size and the magnetic recharging and the custom powder coat colors and all that physically to the customer in the home. And then once you've qualified the customer and measured the house, you use the Flow software that walks you through all the different uh, options and utility. It actually has ways to actually qualify the right optic. What's important to you to this room? Is it heat? Is it privacy? Uh, is it seat view through? What are the things that matter? And by sliding a couple little uh, levers, you actually will qualify into the right optic and then you pick your color. So as an industry, I would say that 20 plus percent of what I've seen has been spec'd wrong. And if you can imagine putting 27 windows into a home uh, and they're wrong and the customer's not happy, you got a major problem. And so we, we highly focused on this and we built the software and I'll just tell you, every dealer who's used it has said, hands down, it's the best software they've ever used. And we continue to further develop it uh, real time all the time. And it'll be evergreen forever with their feedback. 
Um, designers have come into play and given us tons of feedback on that as well and feedback on the demo kit that you go into the home with. But all those, it's all about the overall experience. It's not just about the product and the end result. I want the consumer to get the most amazing experience from design to properly specifying the proper utility to getting the right uh, optic and the whole nine yards from tip to tap. And when it's a good experience all the way through, then they're going to tell all their friends. And that's what we're starting to see. And uh, all these little, there, there can't be one detail that we don't overlook uh, because any one of those things that's broken can cause a major problem. It's one thing to sell a projection screen wrong. It's another thing to completely sell, uh, you know, 27 shades incorrectly. So we put everything we've got into the software, the backend systems, the, the, the demo kits, and everything to arm our dealers uh, and designers and architects with everything they need to make the entire buying experience unforgettable. Brilliant. Brilliant. All right. So where do people go to get uh, involved with screen innovations? What's, uh, what's the path to take? Yeah. So the first thing, uh, dealers and stuff, and uh, by the way, it's open to architects and designers. We, we love uh, having everyone on board. In fact, the entire reason we created Shades was for the design. <laughs> That's where we started. And then all the technology had to follow suit. But uh, that is, uh, we've got trainings that we run on a regular basis. So you go to the training section of our website and they can uh, get that there and uh, go attend. Believe it or not, we've, we've crammed what normally goes uh, over an entire week of training. Uh, our training's 90 minutes versus a week, sometimes two weeks with some of the other guys. And in 90 minutes, that combined with our SI design services, which is a free service where we actually take you from drawings and plans all the, and walk you through the whole design process through our, and through our tools and our flow software, you're up and running. And uh, uh, so go through the, the training and then uh, get acquainted with the, uh, with the tools that you need and work with SI design services. SI design services in helping the consumer and the dealer has actually tripled the success rate of our dealer getting jobs. And uh, I know we didn't get deep into SI design services, but having someone hold your hand all the way through and you actually upload your floor plans over um, has never been done before in this industry. Again, we want to make this thing seamless from the beginning to the end. We don't want to overlook anything, whether it's a wired uh, design or a wireless design, uh, to make this thing work. And uh, that's where this all comes together. Um, I Basically, our guarantee is that you are going to have a working awesome system at the end of this, or we're going to take care of you, period. And we stand behind it 100%. And, you know, to do that, you have to build all the stuff behind it to, to support them. So, yeah, getting with one of our uh, sales reps or getting on the website, getting signed up for a training would be step 100%. Perfect, perfect. And I'm glad that you did take time to talk about the design services because we, <laughs> we, we did kind of skip right over that. It is a huge benefit um, and is a free service there to support the, the sale, integration, installation of your product. So um, definitely make sure on, uh, that you check that out. So once again, it's screeninnovations.com. Um, Ryan, if people want to get in touch with, with Screen Innovations, is there an info, email, or something like that that they can hit up? Uh, sales at ScreenInnovations.com. Anyone interested in, uh, in going deeper into it or getting set up or just understanding the line, uh, designers, architects, just knowing what we're talking about, I'll tell you, it's been really enlightening as we've uh, talked to people that are just in the shade business alone. They think that we came from another planet. We actually care about the things 
that most people have never cared about before. And that is how it integrates and looks and, and feels in the home and disappears. And uh, so I, I definitely encourage you to reach out. Sales at ScreenInnovations.com uh, can get started. But uh, you should know what we're doing and how we're focused on it because I think it literally will, will play into your hands as nothing but a benefit in the future on uh, how easy you can do a system and how much more beautiful you can make it look. Yeah, yeah. And really, the, the aesthetics um, are, are such, a, such a big part of what you guys do, but also you know, from the consumer side of the world, maintaining the aesthetic of the home, maintaining the, the design um, profile, really, really important. And technology can so often interfere with that. Not anymore. Exactly. Um, yeah, not anymore. Yeah. That, you know, that, that, that's a uh, bygone era. Um, exactly. Thank you. Beautiful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yep. All right, sir. Well, thank you so much for taking time today. I truly appreciate it. I know you're, you're busier than ever uh, these days and, uh, and that's, and that's a beautiful thing. But uh, again, thank you. Thank you for taking the time and taking us uh, on a, on a, on a, on a walk down the path. I definitely want to have you come back and do a deeper dive. Um, get, get a few more products out, out and then we'll, uh, have you come back and do a much deeper dive on this. But if you're interested in learning more, again, that's the company of screeninnovations.com. If you're interested in getting involved with them, sales at screeninnovations.com. Of course, the Screen Innovations is all over the social sphere and uh, internet. If you, if you search, you shall find. I definitely encourage you to take a look at their YouTube channel, Vimeo. Um, they have been doing videos since nobody else was doing videos um, and, have, and have done a great job of providing an education as well as inspiration and entertainment um, through, through their video library. So definitely take a, take a look for, at those. And if you've got questions, fire them off to sales at screeninnovations.com. Ryan, right. thanks. thank you so much, sir. Appreciate it. Now, uh, yeah, finish up your day. I know you want to get out surfing. So <laughs> <laughs> take care, Katie. absolutely. Thank you so uh, much. 